Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to episode 93 of the Women's Running Podcast. I'm your host, Esther Newman, and in this episode, Holly and I begin with a rather burning issue. We're talking about the dreaded chafe here, and Hol is giving her all in this podcast, so we must be supportive, even if her choice of running pants is questionable. We chat through our running, and we're both on the up in that regard, despite the chafe. And we make a decision that people who run races in fancy dress should sign some sort of disclaimer to prevent them from running faster than people who aren't in fancy dress. Let's make this law. Then, today, we want to talk about the stuff that entertains us while we're running. In my running career, I've moved from music to radio to podcasts to audiobooks, and I have a lot of opinions about all of them. Holly seems to have moved in a slightly different direction, but we both utterly love the spoken word, and we chat through some of our favourite things to keep us going during a run. This is the start of something. We would love to hear what you listen to, so we can share that, and so we can selfishly have a few more things to line up on Audible and Spotify. Books, music, podcasts, what does it for you? Listen right through to the end because we have what we think is the very best running annoyance so far. A total corker involving parkrun and an MP. I'm saying no more. If you like this podcast, you will love Women's Running Magazine. Right now, you can read each issue every month right on your phone for just $2.99 a month. That gives you instant access no matter where you are and you can access and search over a 100 back issues too. Just go to shop.womensrunning.co.uk and use the code WRSPR22POD at the checkout. Let's be jolly. Let's be super jolly, Holly. (laughs) 
<laughs> We've just been talking about how much we are desperate for a glass of wine in about one hour and 50 oh, minutes, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Yeah, and I'll be slightly more because I'll be on the M5 in one hour and 15 minutes, oh, so 50 minutes, which is that's far fun. from ideal. Have but, you got a can of gin and tonic to keep you, ooh, keep you going? Oh, I could have a gin and a tin in the car. I always feel a bit guilty for dog with that, but I mean, you know, you got to do what Stuff you got to do, haven't you? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You're the breadwinner. Oh, I could well have a, I am and I could I may well have a gin and a tin in the car. And and co-op which I know is your local, they do that really nice Seville orange gin and tonic. Have you ever had that? I think it's Tanqueray. Did you say co-op? Yeah. Yes, I have seen that there. I have seen it that is. there and they also sometimes if you want to go all out, they sometimes do their own. I think it's just co-op's own brand. Blood yeah. orange tonic water. Ooh. I know. Now that does sound very, very refreshing. They do that and they also do an elderflower one and they're amazing. They're not often in there. You've got to get lucky. But Ooh, if you catch yeah. them in there, oh, co-op is, an, I think, a little bit of a dark horse in, when it comes it to be. British supermarkets. Yeah. And I, I also, I love the way, and I'm sure other supermarkets do this too, but it's more apparent I found in co-op. I love the way that it adjusts what's on the shelves depending on, obviously, local demand. So when I've sent, when so Dave works in um, a slightly less salubrious part of Bristol, and when I've asked him to pick up some fever tree on the way home, he's been unable to from that co-op but can do from our one in posh like hall so it's yeah, there you go. maybe maybe it's maybe we've got posh posh co-ops around bar our co-op yeah. i suppose like co-op by me that's probably peak yeah. posh co-op isn't it it sounds <laughs> like i'm here living on the royal present <laughs> i'm really not as esther can attest to but i'm at, i'm up that end Surrounded she's by she's poshos. behind the Royal Crescent, which is it's I'm just a whole other. Poshos, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's me up my little hill. Um, oh, I was telling you something. I'm going to carry on telling Where? it to you because I think it's interesting Do. for the podcast. That, <laughs> so I was just t- just telling Esther about the fact that it's my sister's 18th birthday this weekend, which is why I'm going to be on the M5, hopefully mm. with a gin and a tin, rather than gin and tin on my sofa in yeah. a couple of hours time oh we've just both had quite a long fridays um yeah. and long weeks but yeah. i am also going to be thoroughly enjoying having a gin and tonic or in fact probably a glass of prosecco at that point in the evening mm-hmm. in a hot tub this evening because <laughs> i didn't know you could do this but my mum has hired a hot tub for the weekend for my sister's 18th <laughs> she, honestly crazy. It's so funny. She's so sweet with this stuff. I'm sure she won't mind me saying that, like <coughs> me, she... Oh, she's coughing away. I am. We'll you take, carry on. Well, I, die, I will carry on. L- like me, my mum can also be quite disorganised. And then w- when it comes to things she's really looking she's looking forward to, she turns into Chris Jenner and she just... <laughs> she will go all out and be like i've hired a catering team and oh my uh, goodness me (laughs) so who's going to be who's who's going to be going in the hot tub who's going to be the the person that uses it the most well i would imagine i hope days the days has already mentioned the the dog she actually texted me earlier saying, <laughs> got to get the dog in the hot tub, add a couple of carrots, boil her up. 
about poppy here this doesn't seem very right so she's already mentioned getting poppy in the hot tub i personally as a disclaimer for the pod will not be tolerating poppy in the hot tub a i don't think that's probably very good for dogs be nasty don't want dog hairs in my hot tub please um i will certainly be competing for pruniest prune in the family Lovely, but then though. my aunt and uncle are there, my cousins are there. This is the sort of family gathering birthday mm-hmm. bit. So um yeah, it there, there's 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 gonna be much competition for the hot tub, but that I'm gonna secure amazing. my plan. That's why Doug and I are gonna try and get on the get on the motorway shortly so that mm. we can secure our spots for the evening. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> I am um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I, God, I, I could really do with sitting in a hot tub. And isn't it, it's the best thing, isn't it, to sit in a hot tub in thoroughly British weather as well. And to be like, oh, it's amazing. You, like you're in some kind There's... of Icelandic kind yes, of yes, hot exactly. geezer. Though <laughs> <laughs> so I may have to look out for chillblains. Oh, yes, there is that. Do you think, is, do you, think you can issue. get chillblains from the fact that you're just existing in Britain and then getting into a hot tub? Um, I could. I think your circulatory system is probably more robust than mine, but then like a, a gnat's circulatory system is more robust than mine. Oh. So I don't know if that's physiologically You do get very cold correct. toes and fingers. Super cold. Yeah, I get chillblains in like in the spring. So, um, do you? I did yeah. have chillblains last winter. I get them every so often, but they're not a regular yeah. occurrence. Oh, yeah. Not, yeah, not, not good. I'm feeling very coffee. I'm really sorry about that. You are. No, don't worry. Don't worry. I think I picked up something from Felix who came home with... This is the the irritating thing with kids' sniffles is they come home with basically just a sniffle. So she came in, she blew her nose twice, and that was kind of the extent of any kind of viral load that she had. And then the Mm. rest of us have just fallen over with massive pneumonia or something. I'm I'm, I'm over-egging the... Uh, you know things but I'd, but I anyway, do think that's a bit going to be a bit of a, of a common theme post-covid isn't it that like mm. I I can't remember we, we have surely talked about this on the pod before I feel like I was rather impervious to illness before not mm. completely I would get colds but like I wasn't particularly bothered with them whereas every cold I've got since we've started isolating and working from home yeah. I have been absolutely knocked on my ass by and yeah. and you I've never seen you poorly and after we went to Berlin and you got a cold you were really poorly oh god that was awful yeah I think um, yeah do you think do you think we're all coming we've all we're all finally understanding what men go through <laughs> with their colds oh no <laughs> we've all finally no, succumbed I to think- man flu I think we're now just making the appropriate amount of fuss that a, <laughs> a decent cold requires and yeah. that that's neither here nor there when it comes to men's responses, which I suspect yeah, maybe maybe on a different scale. I'm saying yes. this, you know, sorry. I, it's what it, I'm, I'm, I'm beginning the pod with a nice bit of gender stereotyping, but come um, on. Love it. It's, Love it's, it's accurate, isn't it? It's pretty yeah, accurate. It's it is. It is. Yeah. It is. Um, how is your, uh, yeah, I was going to sort of talk about, um, my weekend and I just thought, no, I'm not going to talk about my weekend because it's really boring. So I was going to ask about your running. How's your running doing? 
It's not too bad. I haven't done much since I last, since we last spoke, just because of our our podcasting schedule. You know, yeah. here yeah. at here at Podcast Towers. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've only I've only I've only been for for one little jaunt. Um, but, but how it was, was that? Fine. It was fine. I didn't have that much time. I spoke. It was just after I we recorded last time, and I think yeah. we had a meeting. Um, you know, an hour or something afterwards. And I'm always, yeah. I'm going get very paranoid about being late for meetings. So I went out for just like 20 minutes around the park, which probably wasn't as much as I should have done. I haven't started my challenge. Everybody will be, will be furious to hear. Um, I probably no, won't no be furious. starting it till next week, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, that's my aim to start it next week. It's actually <laughs> going to be not too bad. I think like, I think slowly ticking off a couple of miles at a time. I'll see how I go. Maybe I'll get bored doing that and I'll want to do mm. a great big chunk to kind of get things over with. I, I'm not sure. But at the moment, my plan is to just approach it by doing doing chunklets. Chunklets. <laughs> chunklets. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the current, that's the strategy at the moment is chunklets. <laughs> And that's that's really all I've massively got to report, apart from any tales of my run the other day. Bit bit chafed, I have to say. Oh, did where? Get quite, did Can I ask where, chafed. or is that is that too personal? In the, in the classic place is all I think <laughs> I need to say. Oh no! Oh mate! <laughs> I know. Oh, that's unpleasant. Is that to do, is that a I kit know. decision, or was that uh, just a? a no I think it's more I wonder if it's a bit of a and this is definitely TMI but we do TMI all the time um, a little bit of a hormonal impact thing that I think oh my god I'm gonna say it I don't think I'm as lubricated (laughs) as I should be (laughs) (laughs) you know sometimes you go through different sort of hormonal phases and I think I think maybe maybe it was also poor pants choice that contributed to that not being that yeah that were you wearing cotton comfies holly yeah i was Mm, tut tut i always think cotton comfies are the ones they're so not the ones can we just can we acknowledge that (laughs) that that fallacy that when you start running you think oh i'll wear my classic m&s briefs because i couldn't think of anything better worst thing ever they absorb every little molecule of sweat and just cling it to all the wrong places so i think that you get a really cold wet bum don't you it's it's, yeah Yeah. very very unpleasant and then you're cruising for some thrush or something yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's not good it's not good (laughs) oh i'm really disappointed with myself that i used the word lubricated we might have to edit this out edit that bit out (laughs) i'm keeping it in i'm totally keeping it in in fact i'll I'll make it to the soundbite (laughs) oh perfect yeah I love it. Can't wait for all of our colleagues to hear it. (laughs) Holly, let's talk about Patreon because we're on Patreon. We are indeed. After much discussion about its pronunciation, we've settled on Patreon and we'd love you to join us there. We would. We would. And how much does it cost? How much does it cost? So it can literally be as little as £2 a month. um, And we're not even just going to uh, give you our undying love, which is a given, of course. You're also going to receive a special workout PDF with all sorts of helpful tips and tricks for your next workout on there. 
if you want to join us for £6 a month, um, which obviously is a little bit more, you'd still get the same The Undying Love, maybe even a little bit more of it. Plus, I think a bit more yeah. love, yeah. And you can also send us a question and be guaranteed that we are going to chat about it on the pod. You we know promise. that we, we love promise. chatting about things anyway, but we promise this time we, for, yeah. the, for the six pounds a month, it'll definitely be on there. <laughs> yeah. um, and if and you the- join us for fifteen pounds a month, which we would be there, you're receiving proper top tier undying love. Yeah, oh yeah. That's, um, then that's proper proper agape love for fifteen pounds. Proper month, right? agape love, as discussed. Yes. Uh, then uh, <laughs> you will also receive. Um, a subscription to the digital edition of Women's Running, which we can attest is it's bloody amazing. and it's so yeah. useful. So you can read the mag straight from your phone month. every month. Every single yeah. month. Every single month. Every single month. So, so it's definitely worth that tiny, tiny investment for this amazing podcast where like sometimes, sometimes we talk about running, right? Very occasionally. <laughs> but a problem shared is a problem halved because now I've told yeah. you all, I yeah. do feel like, you know, that is, a, it is quite literally something that we all have to deal with and it is what it is every so often. <laughs> <laughs> and I just have to remember to wear my actual proper running pants, Yeah, which I only have one pair of proper running pants. I should probably invest in some more. Um, like I have pants that are more flexibly stretchy that I find yeah. better. And I have a pair of period pants that are also good for running in. But mm. I only have one pair of like properly designed period pants. D- sorry, running pants. They're Lucy Lockett Loves ones. And they were in the wash. Oh. So that's why I, well, that's why I didn't wear those the other day, Nightmare. which was a terrible, Nightmare. terrible mistake. Yeah. Opted for some fucking M&S briefs <laughs> and it was an absolute disaster. Not that's good. Not good. Oh, you poor thing. Yeah, so that's, that's everything that's going on in with me. <laughs> oh, I, I like all the things that are going on with you. It's always way more interesting than the things that are going on with me. I've been for a run. What's going on with you? Yeah. Well, I've, I have done running. Um, probably not a huge amount since the last time we spoke. I mean, I'm kind of. No, I mean, I think it's moment, literally been about two days, isn't it? It has. Yeah, but I mean, generally mm. speaking, I'm kind of averaging about four runs a week, mm-hmm. and three of them are quite. No, two of them are quite boring, mm-hmm. um, ploddy ones. Um, one of them um, is becoming more interesting, which is the run club that I started on a Monday. It's not really a run club. It's just a group of mums after school uh, after school drop-off, just sort of plodding around. And there's kind of varying abilities there of, of runners. And like last Monday was just so – I've probably talked about it already, but it was so, so lovely because there were two of us and we're kind of similar ability – so we decided to go a bit longer and have a bit more of an interesting run than we normally do. Oh, um, and that was lush. That was a really nice. It was a trail near where I live, so it was a um, a circular route that I'd never ever run before. Oh, it was just, it was beautiful, absolutely beautiful. So um, oh, lovely. I was I was really thrilled to have discovered that. And I, bearing in mind, I have always up to this moment run on my own and preferred it. And, and there is, and I'm never not going to love that because I like the, I, I generally like being solitary and I, I like plugging mm-hmm. myself into something and just listening to it and then oh, and yeah. just doing it's, it, through the miles. That's what, 
what motivates me to to go out I'd say and we yeah. will come to this is having to something that, yeah. that you're that that yeah it that that's my yeah. quiet time is listening to a pod or Exa- an audiobook or something exactly that mm-hmm. exactly that so I love um particularly I love my long run because while the l- kind of endurance and the length of it is is kind of um tough going to some extent the pace is so easy that I can just kind of churn through the miles and just enjoy it especially if I know my route and everything and just listen to my thing anyway so I have that one and I have the the running with people on a Monday morning and then I have um two other runs um and I try and make one of them slightly more interesting and one's just a kind of a a circle circular route thing and so I've I've kind of fallen into a bit of pattern but I'm fine with that Mm. I I kind of I, I kind of mix it up with the boot camps for strength and yoga if I can make it and I haven't been to spin for about a month because that Thursday lunchtime time is very difficult because we normally have meetings or I'm in London or whatever. Yeah, so, I haven't been um, to spin in Yonks either for the same thing. It's either a, um, a Wednesday morning or a Friday mm. lunchtime at my local gym and the Wednesday morning one I could go, but sometimes I end up having meetings. And also I feel a little bit bad about going to that one sometimes because... That's how I felt about my yoga. But it's like, it's smack bang. You shouldn't feel bad about your yoga. I count that as still morning exercise. This this is like half past 11 or something. That's early lunch. I feel really guilty. That's early lunch, isn't it? It's early lunch. The Friday um, one's good because it's only a 40 minute session and it is at (laughs) lunchtime. It's at half past 12 or something. So it's perfect. Mm -hmm. But um, So I don't feel bad about that one, but haven't been able to do it the last few Fridays either yeah I'm kind of I'm really I'm hoping I can do one next Thursday but I've just I think I've got a hygienist appointment (laughs) that's gonna put the kibosh on that which would be a real shame but um (laughs) yeah I'm hoping hoping I'll be able to go on Thursday that'd be really nice um it's just started bucketing down with rain has it started raining where you are (gasps) no but let what Mm. do you reckon Two minutes, one minute. How long yeah, do you reckon it take to get from Larkpool to here? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, this oh, would be more interesting go. if you it's actually knew bath. There we go. Yeah, <laughs> it's tense. It's tense in the air. It's definitely coming. Yeah, it just because I'm up in the loft, it feels like I'm in a tent. So it kind of it does come. I down. love that feeling. Do you mm, hate that nice. feeling? I yeah, do you, like, like it, it when I'm inside a house. Mm. Yeah, the feeling of being in a tent when you're inside a house—that's great. Yeah. The feeling of being inside a tent when you're inside a tent. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Dave is forcing me to go camping the week after next. You know, it's half term. And he and his oh, friend yeah. have, have um, decided that a really good idea would be to go camping. And um, Are you going this time? I'm supposed to be going. I really, really don't want to. Um so it's the I, I'm annual trying to... time for for us to complain about the about um oh camping. I just, it's, in, in fact, actually being there and camping isn't isn't the worst thing about it. The worst thing about going camping is coming back, and like every single one of you in the car is is like scrape a fingernail down your skin, filthy. Yeah. So we're all disgusting, and the car is filled with crap. And wildlife as well, you know, so you, you have to kind of wash, you have to hose like everyone down, yeah. and everything down. And it's disgusting. And you're all absolutely, by the time you get back into the front door, and it's maybe 11 o'clock in the morning that you've managed to get in. 
and you're all absolutely exhausted because you've not slept for like three nights and it's oh you should come back with some kind of hip injury because of lying on the hard floor yeah and then worst moment when you're when you you are tired and usually I'm hungover if I'm coming back from camping because you know and um what I, I reckon this is definitely a good contender for worst camping moment you get in you think oh all I want to do is have a bath get clean and then sit on the sofa and watch Netflix for the rest of the day now um no because you've got to wrestle with your still damp tent and put it and up put again it back. I personally am self-proclaimed Mrs. Slapdash. I would not. Yeah. I would let it rot. Doug let it rot. tells it me rot. off and says we can't <laughs> let it rot. And we have to put it back up again. <laughs> I absolutely hate it. And then all the camping equipment in our house is secreted away in a very kind of Krypton Factor-esque way so it's kind of you know there's a third of it is under the bed and bits of it mm. are in the cupboard on the side and bits of it are in the shed and bits of, <laughs> and, and every little bit because we have very little storage has its own place and if you get it slightly if you don't roll up your sleeping mats so tightly that it actually makes your brain hurt slightly when you're pushing down on them then they won't go into the space that they are supposed to be going into yeah it's like ah oh, it makes me so cross can't and all the it. ways they're designed to go as well. Same with tent. Once you've done the ridiculous pantomime of putting up your tent for two days in a field, then taking it down to drive home and put it back up again. Once it's eventually dry and you can take it down and stop hanging it out to dry. When you have to roll that tent up. Yeah. Do you ever get that right the first time? No. No, and every time you do it, it's like, oh, no, you have to to be vertically folding it seven times, Dave, not six (laughs) times. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, we never, ever have any arguments when it comes to packing or unpacking. Oh, no, nor (laughs) us, no. And certainly not around pegs and where the the missing pegs are, yeah. Oh, my God. Anyway, so I have that. Where the inappropriate place to to place the pegs are Mm -hmm. if you don't want to fall over in the night when you had to go to the loo. Oh, Oh, dear. It just camping really is fuel for family arguments, isn't it? And now that more campsites we've discovered have embraced the whole composting toilet scenario, which I am fully appreciative of, apart from when I am with children who then refuse to go to the Yeah, Felix was really frightened of the compost toilets, wasn't she? Aren't they also usually like six foot off the ground? On stilts. Yeah. And they usually have inadequate door provision. So like you can see everyone up to their knees. It's like, I oh no. That's not fun, is it? And if you're if you're seven, that's a lot higher up, isn't it? Yeah. So it's not yeah, so anyway, th- th- this really is not running, is it? It's just me being grumpy about holidays that, that we're... Sp- oh, anyway, I'm sure it'd be lovely. We are a bit grumpy I'm t- today. I'm sorry we to everybody. I am going to take a lot of gin in tin to that. I tell oh, you, there's a case do. coming with me. Yeah, please I will. Do. I tell I you will. what, I can drink on the way on the M5 this evening and not feel yeah. guilty about. We mm. got a lovely bottle of non-alcoholic gin each from National Running Show. We did. That could Pentire be the perfect, or something. 
yeah, that could be the perfect yeah. time to crack that out. And I won't have to feel guilty, but I'll feel as if I am having a gin and tonic. Having, yeah. Yeah. Oh, maybe I don't, I don't know if that's good gin enough. and tonic. Just have a fucking gin no. and tonic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not, yeah. I mean, I've not had a drink since last Saturday. So and this is currently Friday for anyone that's. You're good, you're we're, good. We're recording on a Sunday or something like yeah. that. <laughs> Jesus loves that. We're actually I've recording on Sunday morning, Sunday hours. 9 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, oh, ho, ho. I literally am that. I, I did last night. I wasn't planning on, but one of my friends came around. She's just come back from being in America for a couple of weeks. And, mm. um, and she was like, wine? And I was like, of course. Of course. And we accidentally yeah. drank a huge vat of white wine each. Well, I think that's lovely. wonderful because yeah. I think that is lovely. And I, I would definitely not stand by my rule when it's meeting up with a mate. So like yeah. my rule is only Friday and Saturday nights, unless I'm going out or someone pops around unexpectedly or I pop around someone else's unexpectedly. There are many reasons where the rule can get broken. I think it's... Mine is pretty the same and has mm. similar results. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Good. But one, I tell you what, one thing I did, because I haven't quite finished because I, I kind of got sidetracked slightly by camping and oh, how yeah, shit same. it is. Um, no, it's my fault because um, it is shit. But I was thinking that I am, I've now got to a point where I think next week I'm going to have to print out my training plan for the marathon and really start plotting in the weeks because nice. that I really, I think that starts roughly in June, which is way closer than I think it is. And I need yeah. to build in some, um, cutting back weeks because I've got holiday and stuff like that in between where like, you know, like the camping weekend, for instance, I'm not going to be able to go for a run then because who wants to yeah, go for a good idea? I mean, I, I did go on a camping holiday once with Ted and his schoolmates where there were some parents that went off and did a park run on like the Saturday morning. But I just thought the idea of coming back to a tent after having after done a run. run. My cousin does it. My mm. cousin does it as well. Whenever they go on holiday, he'll go on huge long bike rides or big long runs. And yeah. I also can't imagine anything worse than getting back and being like, ugh. And this is, you know, like yeah. in the UK still not hugely pleasant but i get it a bit more this will be like in the door doing can you imagine oh. going back and your tent is at that point a 62 degrees greenhouse yeah. <laughs> uh, that would be not not good with it nice. yeah no. yeah so i'm not sure so anyway yeah so camping definitely i won't be able to do my long run then and and, and like i keep on thinking i'm kind of ahead of the game because my long run now is kind of hovering around the 10 mile mark Oh, you're so but, ahead of the game. I don't think you I am. Are. And my trail run at the weekend, it kind of went, went, it got derailed slightly. And but then but I that's think okay. I, you're still you're really good distance out and a really good distance in. Do you know what I mean with my phrasing there? I, I, I think I sort of do. Say. I didn't to begin with, and yeah. now I think I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's. I think <laughs> I'm okay. I am. I am very. Every time I sort of think about doing a whole like road marathon I get such such fear about it I just think how am I gonna you know that kind of like when you finish when you finish a half marathon you think how the hell yeah. am I supposed to double yeah, that yeah but I guess I know. but then when anyone ever says that to me like particularly if they're going like five to ten k kind of how am I gonna go you know how do I do that and I'm always like you know patronizing you going you just run slower you just run slow. And so I just need yeah. to think to myself, 
I just have to you run just run slower, slower. and it's fine yeah. and literally every distance you get to you think that don't you like you do. every distance when I when I first ran a 5k I was like I don't know how anybody does any does longer than this when yeah. when I first ran a mile I remember yeah. being like this is a 13th of a half marathon yeah how on earth am I going to come out of this alive and you always yeah. do you always do and you do you do like, don't you some, yeah you have crap ones and you have good ones and sometimes you have mm. ones where you go actually I could probably carry on a bit longer than this and sometimes you have ones where you go I can't even complete the distance I set out to do and it will all be fine the adrenaline and the London marathon buzz will I'm sure oh. get you round and you're 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 so great and you're doing so oh, great that's really and kind really good I advice I was going to say off the back of that to to print yeah. off like I keep thinking to myself, August is when I've got in my brain of when I need to start my proper half marathon yeah. plan too. But I should do the same. I should actually get it on my fridge sooner than that because yeah. I've also got holidays and I've just thought of a weekend in August that, for example, we're away the whole weekend for a wedding and I, I don't think I'm going to be able to fit it in. So it's stuff like that, isn't it? That, that yeah. yeah, it's good. And you have to build if you in do that- miss one then it does throw you and it, it shouldn't it be, yeah, like, it don't can. panic but it yeah. does throw you a bit it yeah. does throw you and I think also it's really easy to forget about the taper at the end and ideally with a half marathon that's two weeks and with a full it's three so you know I, I, you have to almost negate those three weeks at the end where you're kind of gradually dropping down yeah because that can't that can't be your longest run yeah. So it's like, so I have to, I don't have to, I can't think of the 4th of October. I've got to think of, actually, it's probably early September is what I'm aiming mm-hmm. for in terms of my longest run. Yeah. Which is terrifying because that's like in a couple of minutes, isn't it? <laughs> oh my God. It, it's going to be fine. <sighs> it is. Oh, I don't know. I know it. I don't know oh. how I know it. Oh. But anyway, it, is, I, it, is, it is all quite scary. I'm sorry. It is. It, we can, is, we can, it is scary. We can move on if you want. Yeah. Or yeah, we can on. carry on talking about it. No, let's not. <laughs> let's not. Let's let's just stop. I'm, I'm kind of wallowing in my own misery. And like, and I think it's it's also, well, no, also, it's the worry that you're doing the wrong sort of running. Like, yeah. because I'm enjoying doing the kind of tootling around on my long runs, discovering new trails and stuff like that, which has been really nice, Mm. but it does mean that you have to do the walking and things um, up the hills. Yeah. And then you think, well, that doesn't count. That doesn't count as a training run, doesn't count as kind of, you know, so last weekend. we all think that, but of course it does count. And you know that, well, finish what you were going to say first before I do your Sermon on the Mount. Uh, Well, I was just going to say, because so last weekend I did 11 Mm. miles, but A, it was absolutely exhausting. And B, I probably walked about two of them because of kind of hills and stuff. Yeah. And so I just think, well, it was a nine mile, really. And it took me so long that it doesn't count. But it's Which, like, oh, if I, I said know. that to you, you would give me a slap around the ear roll and you'd be like, I would, physically. What yeah. Bollocks. yeah. Yeah. Because I when I first started running, and I remember saying to you, like, I really don't know how I'm going to handle these kind of distances. 
you mm. and pacing I was really worried about pacing as well often felt like it didn't count because I wasn't running fast enough and you were like it's all about time on your feet even if you have to walk some even if you go so incredibly slow that pedestrians are overtaking you it's all yeah. about time on your feet and you know there are definitely going to be people dressed as giraffes and stuff yeah, and it's not going to be like Berlin I don't think where it was just straight and flat and everybody Everyone was wearing black very serious and called Herman. Women's Running and Earth Runs have joined together to help make a massive impact on our environment. Sunday the 5th of June is Global Environment Day, a day where if you simply sign up through Earth Runs for a one-hour challenge to run, walk, cycle or roll for 60 minutes, then for every minute you're moving forward, a tree will be planted for you. Find out more at earthruns.com forward slash tree hour and join us to plant as many trees as we can and make a huge difference. Every run and every minute counts. Now, I think if you're dressing up for a marathon, I don't think you should be allowed to be fast. No, neither do I. It's incredibly (laughs) demoralising, as we well know. Yeah. Having been overtaken by a huge elephant in the bar party years ago. Yeah, it's really yeah. horrible, isn't so, it? It's so, it's so miserable. And that, and that soldier was like, that ran... I was going to say, that was, uh, that, was my fu- that was my half marathon PB. That fucking elephant had a better... That, the elephant better, took... Ran better than my PB half marathon. <laughs> and at that, that time I was overtaken by a soldier who was wearing a backpack that was the weight of me. It had the weight on the back of it and it was me. And it's like, oh my god! And you've just taken over. It's like, I sh- just don't. You do, you're not allowed go to do that. And do some kind of special tough guy run thing, <laughs> and leave us alone. Or yeah, exactly. we can have a special a special wave for people dressed as Duracell batteries slash yeah. huge pints slash urinals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there was none of that at Berlin, was there? I know we've said that. There before, wasn't. But I did. I did find that one of the most remarkable things that there was almost nobody. There were, I saw. I saw one huge beer, and we think that he was maybe a sponsor person. Yeah, yeah, I think he was. They, it was. It was the beer, the brand of beer that was sponsoring the the half, wasn't it? So I think. Yeah. I think he was just. It was. It was really peculiar, wasn't it? I just. I. I mean, I quite liked it because I don't like fancy dress, but um, but it it was in stark contrast to the. Stark, stark contrast to the Brighton half that I'd done a few weeks before, where like everyone was in tutus. It yeah, was, um, yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah. Anyway, no, I mean, I think other than that, I think my running is going absolutely fine, and um, I think I think it is. Touch wood, as long as I don't get I too cold. And the main thing is, it sounds like you're absolutely loving it at the moment, and that you really are. Like, I really get that vibe from you, and every time you talk about it, you've done something so brave and cool that I'm jealous of like just oh. go off into the wild that's amazing oh, thank you. I, I bet yeah, you just people on that start line are never going to have been brave enough to have done stuff like that do you think yeah I don't know I, do. I, don't, well, I, don't I think know. sorry I don't want to do them down but <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're shit aren't they yeah, yeah no, I think yeah just well it does feel like it feels like quite a new chapter for me to do that kind of finding a footpath and just I mean I'm not it's not I don't leave it quite up to as as much chance as that makes it sound I am like for hours studying Strava the night before trying to find because I I want to know my route before I run it I can't quite do that 
oh, I'll just see where this path takes me. I can't do that. No, I have that to be back was, to look after the kids. And I have to back to do people, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. But I... I, because I have the constant even guilt. Kind of like Sabrina was even kind of saying that when we had our when we spoke about trail at the NRS that like yeah. she was kind of like I don't think she was suggesting that anybody go off it completely with no idea where they're going without a phone or anything. Like you yeah. do have to sort of vaguely know and yeah, yeah, yeah. I think just yeah, yeah one path, one yeah, and I, and I think that was. What was quite nice about the one at the weekend was that I didn't sort of I sort of, half of it I didn't really know, but I kind I had a vague idea of where I was going. But the other half, I uh, the, the second half of the run, I knew exactly where I was going to go. So mm. and I knew that, and it was a very well well trodden route. So it was a lot nice of kind of logically as well. Yes, exactly, exactly. So I think yeah. I did it the right way round. Um, but yeah, I'm so, so jealous. Was, Can you text me a picture of what it what the route was? I mean, 11 miles is currently far out of my two or three mile plods. But like, if I want to work it into my half marathon training, I'd love to know. Oh, it's really good. Well, the best half marathon training is running from Bradford and Avon to Bath. That's the best one. I always I've never done that. that. You, you love doing that, don't you? Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. You should you get the train. Bradford, yeah. Bradford and Avon. Yeah. And that you do get a or, sense of fear. Half, halfway, in, halfway in that... Uh, train journey you're like jesus this train has been going for a really long time <laughs> i've got to run oh, all the way back so you do get a kind of it. Yeah. yeah but it is the, the, the getting a train out because i've done it to bristol as well getting the train out somewhere and running back home from that place is just amazing that's such a lovely feat. i do i've done it less recently i've done more kind of running out and back instead but um but yeah the train out and then running back is lovely it's such a nice feeling yeah. huge adventure R- running I guess the the upside of potentially running out there is I could always like meet Doug mm. and go for a pub lunch or something and then get him that to drive nice me thing. home. Yeah, that is a, definitely, that's another good, lovely thing to do and, and yeah. works much better for Bradford and Avon than it does Bristol Temple Meads. No offense to Bristol Temple Meads, but, um, yeah. but yeah, for sure. It's, um, that'd be, yeah, a lovely place to meet. Lots of places for lovely pub lunches and things. So, um, Love Bradford yeah. on Avon. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. pretty charming, isn't it? And, it's pretty and, charming. It's up there with my West Country villages. And 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 what I love about it is it's got that tiny little road, the little kind of pathway, which is called the Shambles. Do you, you know that? So every time you go through it, it's going. No, where are you going? I'm going, I'm going up a fucking shambles. I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I think I've only been to the bit kind of along the canal path. You know, there's like a couple of pubs. Yeah, and a cafe. Get into and, yeah. yeah, and a cafe and stuff. That's where I've kind of been in Bradford. It was gorgeous. Walk the dog oh, up you down need to the go, canal path. Go for, go for a little walk up the fucking shambles. You'll love it. I will. Really nice. I so Do. will. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I'm selling BOA. <laughs> BOA. Um, I tell you what, there was one thing that we were going to talk about was the stuff that we listen to when we run. Oh my gosh, of course. Yes. I remember. I have to admit, I was going, what were we actually talking about on this podcast? We were going to talk about that. So we we were, were, this is something we we started chatting in Berlin about different things that we listen to when we run, because it's kind of realising that everyone has different sorts of things that help them get the miles ticked by. And I thought... (laughs) Right, this is interesting to me. It may not be interesting to everybody else. But anyway, like when I first started running, 
properly proper distances but it would have been my early 30s really I mean I, I did bits before but I think the bits I did before I never had headphones and in my in when I was about 30 and I started training for my first half um I ran listening to music so for my first three yeah. half marathons and for kind of things like that, I, I had I think I had an iPod or something um I, I certainly certainly did get one for my second year of running. Um, but yeah, and I would listen to music. And and so I remember at the time that there was this fine balance of choosing stuff I liked, choosing stuff that helped me run further. Um, and, and I found actually it was a really hard balance. I can't remember what I listened to my first year, but I remember the second year that I thought that I remember Googling best music to run to ahead of that mm-hmm. half marathon downloaded an album of what turned out to be like dance classics chucking it on the ipod listening to that while i did that particular half marathon and it was a painful painful i don't like dance music i didn't enjoy Mm -hmm. it at all um and then the third year i downloaded um erasure's best hits and i just listened to that on repeat and that worked perfectly until I'd sort of run out of songs and had to listen to it all over again. Um, and then after a while, I must admit, I mean, I love Andy Bell with, with a passion unbecoming for a 48-year-old woman, but, but it, that's a bit much. I'd reached your so ceiling, yeah. I'd reached my Vince and Andy, yeah, ceiling. Yeah. So I think probably about half an hour before I finished as well. So I think that was the tipping balance for me. It was like, what what can I now listen to that's going to get me through the miles and I started at that point because, so this is like 18 years ago. So I'm going to say that this is basically pre-podcasting. Mm-hmm. So I started then listening to the radio. So for a Did big you? chunk of time. Yeah, I know. I, so, you're a bit of a trailblazer. What no, that? horribly middle class to be. I, I got oh. really embarrassed. I really hoped I'd never bump into anyone who'd be saying like, because if I would run oh, what, are you, morning, to what are you listening what to? What are you listening to? Yeah, yeah, and it's like it's the Archers or something, because <laughs> it was always Radio Four, um, which I and it worked on a weekday morning because I listened to the news, I listened to the Today program. Yeah, but at the weekends I would usually be up too late to to listen to Desert Island Discs, and I would end up having to listen to the Archers, and it was just always a bit grim. So yeah. then I moved into podcasts. I'm, I am going through my listening history here. So then I got into podcasts. So what um, kind of year are you getting into podcasts? That, I'm going to have to say, is relatively recent. So I'd say that's probably okay. five or six years ago. Five well, years though, ago. I'd say you're still quite a pod, you know. I well, think no, the podcast because, boom well, has been a, uh, the last, well, maybe it is the last five or six, but. Maybe, well, yeah, maybe I'm going back to you. I can't remember. Early wave, I would say. I'd say. I still think you're cool. Well, thanks. Um, so what did you, you start are, with? What, you was, realize, what was your your first? What I started with was what stuff. I carry on with. I I always always loved Adam Buxton, and so that's how I've discovered podcasts, and that's mm. how I stayed with them was purely because of him. And I can't remember. Well, it would have been Dave that suggested because Dave's always Dave is uh, an early adopter with podcasts because he listens to them in the car, but he listens mm. to quite sort of meaty political debatey type type things but also buxton and i didn't really fancy yeah. the meaty political stuff and i knew adam and joe well not new adam and joe but obviously i'm aware of their work 
Personal um, and so friends. I was like, right, okay, Buxton, let's <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> so it was. So it was that. I loved him. I love. Uh, mm. He's you know he's such an easy person to listen to, and in fact, listening to him informed my decisions about like our podcast and what we were going to do with our podcast because like even today I listened to to Adam today Adam my mate Adam listened to him today and Adam. um I was listening to a podcast that Dave had suggested and it was a um a chat with Tim Key the comedian mm-hmm. and it's so lovely it's so lovely it's completely laid back um and it's uh <sighs> Why is it good? It's good because they knew each other already. So mm. um, it's really sort of... Um, that like conversational, uh, yeah. naturally funny thing. Naturally yeah. funny. And he's and, and it, Buckles is great at having like, you know, four or five subjects that he wants to talk about, but he doesn't, he hasn't kind of pushed the conversation in any way and it can go off at tangents and stuff. But if it's someone that he knows really well, it just makes for a really easy listening experience. Um Mm. So yes, and it, so he, his friend ones are really good, and then sometimes there's sometimes then there are interviews with people who are unexpectedly good, and yeah. um, so so yeah, so I, I I love his, and I it was when I was in training for the London Marathon that that's when I started moving into audiobooks because yeah. I needed something that wasn't repetitive or would necessitate me looking at my phone and having to. Exactly. It's when you get into the really long distances that, yeah, Yeah. that you have to, it gets annoying. Yeah, exactly. But, but one, one thing sometimes sparks the other. So, so what I was trying to think of was like, so the best audiobook that I have listened to in the past six months was as a result of listening to Buckles on his podcast. And he was interviewing uh, a woman called Georgia Pritchett, who, if you don't know who she is, um, writes for Mm -hmm. Succession, you know, the TV amazing program yeah um i've never not seen succession yet and i feel like i might be the only person in the world who hasn't i desperately need to watch it but i did not know that she wrote for it and that's very cool Mm. well yeah she and and she is amazingly cool and she's written but she's written loads of stuff for loads of british um like the sort of comedies that 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 like we're really good at like thick of it and you know those sorts of comedies like she's she's always there she's she's written for like all the comedians like she's written for Miranda Hart she's written for um I don't know she's written for just for loads of people and uh, but she's always in the background anyway so she's written this quite a slim Mm. little book and it's about her and it's about her struggles with anxiety and it's called my mess is a bit of a life and it is absolutely brilliant. And it's the one I am now like recommending it to everybody. And I'm going to buy like 10 yeah. copies of it, like a proper paper copies Ooh. of it and send it out to everybody because it's just, it's really quick. So uh, on an audiobook, I think it's only about four hours. Um, but it was incredibly emotive. It's incredibly funny. And um, she does it in sort of bite-sized chunks. So it's really accessible. Yeah. So that was definitely, that's my my favorite favorite ever audiobook ever 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 um and, and that was as a result of listening to adam buxton so that's that that has gone on forever yeah. ever and ever hasn't it and i haven't even begun to get into the audiobooks that i i also i mean i, I have just listened <laughs> I, to no, so i love talking about it 
it's, so what it, do you listen to? It's so, I, I get so interested. Uh, I tend to, so I've just, I'm a podcast gal as well. I hmm. would have said I'm an audible gal um, this time last year uh, when I was yeah. doing longer distances. Completely agree that there's nothing worse than having to get your phone out halfway through because you finished your podcast episode and it's, mm. you know, there's a, a bit of a lull and it's annoying. Um, so I got really into listening to podcasts and I think I mentioned, a, um, I think I was an audiobook first gal, you know. Were I, you? I think that's kind of, not in terms of just my life. Like I really liked listening to podcasts like mm. on on my commute and like while I was doing the washing up and stuff but I think I started with audiobooks really and I listened to Louis Theroux's one and I listened to The Testaments I definitely talked about that on the pod oh yeah Um, Yeah. and then it was it was kind of after doing that half marathon training that I was just doing some slightly shorter runs that I was finally able I feel to listen to more pods so I I have done a few Adam Buxton's which have been motivated by you but I tend (laughs) to be I do I and I do love them as a standalone thing but I think I'm a bit of a weirdo and I crave familiarity and Mm. I feel quite comfortable in a long story when I know I've got like more episodes to come um so I I've I've I really really love my favorite ones are like the serial ones I really I've not tried those those. oh my god Esther they're so good they're a little bit (laughs) true crimey but they're not true crimey in that like gratuitous way that we've talked about before where it's like a bit sort of and her eyes were cut off and it's not like that at all it's much more about like the first series is a like murder case but it's more about kind of exonerating somebody and trying to work out whether they did it or not the next one is about kind of lots of different court cases there's one about um somebody being uh what do you call it taken as a prisoner of war and then all of these kind of questions when they're released eventually as to whether they've been radicalized and really really Ooh. interesting proper yeah. kind of investigative journalism stuff it's great yeah. and the one that i've just finished is called the trojan horse project yeah um and it came out maybe last month month before so I was a little bit late to the party um yeah. but I've just been listening to that one and it was fucking great it was so interesting <laughs> it was all about this sort of conspiracy in these Birmingham schools or this kind of it's Islamophobia and there's yeah. lots of political stuff going on and there's also kind of a dynamic between the two journalists who do it and oh it's so good they t- they tell them so well I think it's this American Life is the production company and Serial yeah. is the thing those are a hundred percent my my go-tos I've just started listening to another one that it recommended me off the back which is not as good so yeah. I think they would always be my recommendation. But I know they're ones that I think Serial, that first series, is the most downloaded podcast of all time. So I'm, yeah, I doubt yeah. there'd be many people who haven't who are listening haven't that heard haven't that. heard it. But if they haven't, yeah. I mean, I've not heard it. I've not heard it. No, I, I, I think, think it's a good ten, twelve hours of entertainment for you. For see, that's good, isn't it? That's really yeah. good because, like, so because uh, what I was gonna, I remember I, that I was gonna touch on the fact that. One until I read the Georgia Pritchett one, um, one of the well, two of the books that I found really, really good companions for running have been the Richard mm-hmm. Osman Murder Club ones. Oh those yes, are my dad loves those. Yeah, yeah that's and it's not my 
cup of tea normally. I don't really mm. like detective fiction and stuff like that. But he is a phenomenally good writer. And the mm. audiobooks, and this is the thing that makes a huge difference, isn't it? It's the audiobooks are read by Leslie Manville. So you've got this mm. incredible actor and she is yeah. fantastic. She's got such a lovely, recognisable voice. And, you know, I I will always love her because of oh, mum. That um, is a big <laughs> thing, I feel like. If you get some if you get an annoying reader. Yeah, oh, oh God, yeah, it's the worst. Narrator, Oh, it's the worst. I've I have purchased yeah. audiobooks with my t- with my valuable tokens before. Yes, and been it's so so gutted because it's the person upsetting, isn't it? it is, is crap. Yeah. yeah, I had that recently. I'd um, they had one of their sales on, and I downloaded because sometimes I also try and do worthy. So, like, I I was I downloaded right. Oh, please forgive me for this, right? But I downloaded Middle March. Uh, <sighs> I do. Forgive it was because. Oh, I, do, I feel like... So, one I imagine of, that would be quite a... That, you know, that's going to keep you going for a while. Well, that's what I thought. And I thought, you know, I've never read any George Eliot. How embarrassing is that? Mm-hmm. And I should do this and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I got it. But because it was in one of their freebies, it wasn't a recent narration. In fact, it was one from so long ago that it had been recorded as an audiobook for the blind. So it was... Mm-hmm. It's not part of like... It's not, a, you know, this is... It, it didn't have any kind of the production values of recent it wasn't in recordings. Like a studio or whatever. Yeah. No, you could you could hear him turning pages. And oh my gosh, Middle not March, even can... as good as Stephen Fry on those old Harry Potter cassettes. No, not even as good as that. And it, you'd even think, like, to be honest, you you kind of want Middlemarch to be read by a woman. And, mm. and instead, it's this chap with this, like, the most incredible kind of RP accent. And Sir James, oh it's all really gosh. kind of waffly moustachey. And it's like, oh, my God, this is dr-. And I, I lasted about 45 minutes of that. And I thought, I don't think I have actually listened no. to a full sentence in this. I just it, So it, it was more trouble than it was worth. And so... Yeah, it's it's more fun books. So that's I need to listen up to there with books. your with with your with your crappist potentially. <coughs> yeah, that and, maybe not and, for its literary value, but performance wise. <coughs> yeah, that that and the dance classics from. Kind oh of my gosh! Oh, you are very holy when you're considering a, a, what you're going to listen to, aren't you? <coughs> well, no, because I've realised that actually. Some of my favourite uh, things that I've listened to have been more towards the chiclet end of the spectrum. Yeah, um, I and fully quite am, rubbishy yeah. biographies. <laughs> yeah, so. I listen to rubbishy biographies. Louis Theroux really got me through half marathon training. Michelle Visage mm-hmm. got me round my ten uh, k <laughs> ASICs one. <laughs> love it. I also I love a comedian's autobiography yeah. or something. You know, some kind of. Or, or podcasty thing. I like Bryden mm-hmm. and Bryden and no as a podcast. Rob Bryden and whoever he's got that week, and he's just oh, so nice. good. He's nice. so good, and maybe that one is a little bit slightly. I mean, it's still hugely accessible, but like maybe that's yeah. my version of being a little bit sort of ha 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 because I suppose <laughs> m- more gets comedians on and they talk about comedy and they talk about oh. why it's so important to them and and what makes things funny and they're just really clever interesting interviews where he doesn't doesn't just go what's the best thing you've ever been in or what's your favorite yeah. joke or whatever they have really that good is nice that does that, 
that definitely does make for a better podcast, doesn't it? Because I mean, I know yeah. from like, I, when I think about some of the older episodes that we've done or that I've done, mm. I think, oh God, some of them were a bit too much like, um, and I apologize uh, for anyone listening to this that had to trawl through them. But some sometimes it's, it's not that the guest wasn't interesting. It's just that the questions weren't great. And actually it would be more fun to have people on and to ask, like you know, the, the the podcasts that work really, really well that I really enjoy are when there is a sort of angle, like the kind of how mm. to fail thing, isn't it? So it's a kind mm. of instead of, um, or, and that's why just, I'm just but, yeah, instead, instead of yeah. asking like you know when were you born or whatever, it's, yeah. it's you know it, it's kind of hanging hanging it on the the music that you like or whatever. So I wonder, like m- next time that we interview someone maybe we should ask them about what they listen to oh please let and also if people want to write in and let us know if they've got things that they want to share audiobooks podcasts music if you are a music listener please let us know i i personally similarly am not the only exception i make is a very long musical soundtrack I can do Les Mis or something that will see me through two and a half hours. But, but then that's that, that's I, basically musical theatre, isn't it? So you're, you are listening to a story at the same time. Yes, exactly. An operetta, yeah. if you will. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I am always, always on the lookout for book recommends, for sure. So please me tell me what you're listening to, if you're listening to books or yeah. podcasts. Um, because it's, yeah, it's what gets me through. But in the meantime, I want everyone to immediately go to audible and immediately download georgia pritchett's my mess is a bit of a life because it's life-changingly good it's so so good it's she's amazing i i I will i will in fact it i have to confess to you it's gonna have to be my my parting bid my what you say you know my my send-off from audible because i've had to pause my membership no oh. i know i know i've had oh. to be ruthless with all of my subscriptions but to be mm. fair i went through and i cancelled every subscription that i wasn't because i've moved on to podcasts quite a lot recently i just wasn't using yeah. audible as much as i was fair when enough. i was getting into into audiobooks in a big way um yeah. but i still have credit i've still got a couple of credits so i'm going to try and spend them and use them before my yeah. subscription goes on pause but I had to I had to stop paying it for a bit because well because of the state of the world that we're in because the and state of the world going yeah. through all of my stupid subscriptions to all the various things that I used to watch below deck and listen to Ms. Michelle Visage's <laughs> audiobook um <laughs> it it it's added up to I'm saving myself 45 quid a month oh no that was how much I was spending on on subscriptions that I wasn't making the most of oh isn't that atrocious? Blimey. What was I doing in my life? <laughs> You'd expect I don't you to quite be running, know running quite some mileage in order to take advantage of all of that. Exactly, exactly. And doing some serious cross-training in front of the telly. But now yeah. that I think the thing is that I bought all, I, I got all of those things and started paying for all of those things when I really was using that many, like, you know, yeah. Spotify and Audible and all of the streaming services and stuff because we were sat at home not doing anything else and entertainment virtual entertainment Mm -hmm. was the only thing whereas now the world's opened up again I don't have time to watch as much telly or listen to as many audiobooks sadly so I've had to get rid of stuff but 
but yes, please let us know if there is yes. anything that you think that we should be doing um, and yeah, should do. be listening to. And if you listen to Georgia Pritchard, to Serial, to Buckles, to any of the things that we've mentioned and you love it, then please also let us know. Yeah. Because we'd like to know about that. We would, we would. And so oh, we're coming towards the end and we yeah. can't finish without reading yes. this. Um, so there, there is, uh, we have had some spectacular emails, which are both embarrassing moments and, and still on annoyances. And we want to hear about those as well. Still, please. Yeah, because please we do. Love we're loving them. them. Love them. But just I keep can't. writing in and telling us you're in a monologue, yeah. basically. Exactly. We just, we exactly. just love hearing your thoughts. <laughs> it's true. It's so true. And but there is, it, we we've kind of we've reached the end of of this this podcast, really. So we've only really got time for one. So I know I want what to do, one I'd like it to be. I want this and to I be. I know what one you'd like it to be. I yeah. Do you? It, yeah. It's it, by someone called Rachel. Are we are we on the same lines? Do we, yes. is, is that the one that we're talking about? Yes. The only um, reason I'm acting shifty here is because my emails are, are frozen. <laughs> oh, does that mean that I'm going to have to read it? You might have to. Oh no, I've got it. But do you want to read you? it anyway? Because I think I read last week's. Are you it's sure? You. Okay. Yeah, you go right, for okay, it. I'll read it. I think this okay. one is also, has a more of an Esther energy around it that I love. Oh, maybe it does. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I am... Um, yeah, Rachel, you know, we we love you. And this brings up, I, I think it's because this encapsulates more than one annoyance. And we'll, we'll yes. I might try and catalogue how many there are here. Um, and it's not the longest email in the world either. So so Rachel, Rachel wrote into us and, and she said, um, I've been listening to your things that annoy you themes and have just done parkrun this morning. So I had to add my grievance. She goes on. Our conservative MP is a regular at my local park run and I happen to be a similar pace. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. The other week, I wasn't too impressed with his spitting habit. Mm -hmm. I'm going to pause there dramatically. Yeah, let's I might just repeat myself, actually. I wasn't oh, too impressed with his spitting habit on a course that has only really enough room for two abreast. This morning, I was <laughs> running alongside him and he spat sideways, missing me by centimetres. He was on the verge side of the track, but instead of spitting into the vegetation, oh God, instead of spitting into the vegetation on his right, he spat to the left, which was the middle of the track where any passing runners would be. In this instance, me. No, it's a big no I from me. It's a big oh. no. And she says, I know you've had spitting annoyances there before. I'm not sure we have. I can't remember. Maybe, maybe we have. spitting but is... It's horrific. She says, but I think spitting on a busy park run is a whole different level of antisocial oh, behaviour. Really Rachel is. is right. Spitting I think by spitting our, by on our a MP. Yeah. Spitting absolutely MP is even more a civil servant, no less. <laughs> How vile. <laughs> Her only consolation, she says, is that she didn't vote for him and never will. Smiley face. No. Um, but it's like, what? I think spitting is horrific. It really is. Spit, I, there is, there's just no excuse. There is no excuse. No. You don't need I've to I've never spit. felt the need. No. I mean, there may be people out there who really do accumulate so much spit that they feel the need. 
but I yeah. certainly don't believe for one second that that happens to you uh, over the course of 3.1 miles. No. No, no I'm I, afraid. You, maybe I'm if you're spitting, running a marathon, I might excuse you for spitting, maybe, but not on, a fight, not on a park run. Get over yourself. No. And, and spitting into the path of runners that will be coming behind you. I mean, that's that's, not I think she should name and shame, don't you? I think she should. And I think we all know the moral of this story that probably for mm. political reasons, I'm not allowed to say, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, spitting MPs. Whatever next. Whatever I mean, next. You know, whatever next. Filthy behaviour. That really, really is. That, that got me. That's my first one where I'm not just annoyed in a funny way. I'm actually yeah. fuming about that. Oh. It's gross, though, isn't it? Absolutely it's gross. really gross. And when you have oh. a choice, even if you are, okay, imagine I've completely, you know, been been horrible here and haven't realised that this person has a spitting condition or something. <laughs> still, still, spitting. when you have the What's choice. Spitting? You do you have the choice to I, I vegetation think... or innocent yes. woman coming up on your right. Uh, I mean, oh my god! It's, it's a bodily fluid. Let's not forget this. I mean, I'm probably and we're in COVID times. Over, we are in COVID times, and I'm overegging the pudding here slightly. But it's not on, that many allowed. steps removed from like pissing, is it? Not really. Not it's quite. a thing that's it being ejected from the body in in the path yeah. of other people. Park runs are busy. Like they're busy. <laughs> they're busy. If he was on his there own, there was a time when we weren't even allowed to attend park runs. Yeah, and or or blow out cakes on birthday candles oh, well, for fear of birthday. spreading germs. But she, she, he, he is actually spitting in the path. Oh, name and shame, Rachel. Name and shame. I want to know who this person is. Rachel. Go oh. on, let's let's unseat them. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Who do you reckon it might be? She says Conservative MP. I reckon it might be Reese Mogg. Who do you reckon it might be? Oh, I was thinking Michael Fabricant, whatever his name is. <laughs> I think it might be Michael Gove. Michael Gove. Imagine it's Gove. Gove, it's Gove. features very poorly on the podcast I mentioned earlier. Do listen to it if you don't like Gove. Um, oh, it could be Gove. It could it's be Reese Mogg. So Reece Mogg uh, he is, doesn't strike is quite me as much of a runner. <laughs> no, more of a Victorian ghost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Do please email us at wrpodcast at anthem.co.uk with any questions, running stories or ideas for us to listen to, as we'd love to include them in a future podcast. This podcast was recorded over Zencaster. The editor and composer was David Newman. Please hit like and subscribe. That way you won't miss the next episode. For just £2 a month, you can become one of our supporters on Patreon. For the price of a very cheap coffee, you'll have our undying adoration and a couple of exclusive perks too. Please go to patreon.com forward slash women's running and join our gang. Happy running.
the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. 